0: Well, hello there interwebs, I am back, yes, it's been a hot minute, and I promise I have an explanation. (laughs) So, the past couple of Saturdays, we had competitions for band, and I felt dead inside on Sunday. In fact, one Sunday, I didn't have a voice, so, you know, we can't help that. But, you know, I'm coming back at you this week with, with the goods, so... Yeah, this is the bonus episode and if I'm talking kind of weird because I usually talk like I've just filmed a big episode, but no, not today because I'm filming this on a Tuesday in advance and I'm filming the bonus episode first because it's easier that way and I kind of have a headache so I would rather not have to like finish writing my script and then do the big episode. So instead, I'm going to do this little episode because it's a rant and I love those. I mean, I don't love those. I mean, I kind of love those. I'm sure you all kind of like to rant a little. Anyways, this bonus episode is about the lovely-ish anime called The Seven Deadly Sins. I think most people have probably heard about this anime, I hear it's quite popular, uh, from my friend that had originally recommended it to me, he was like, yeah, it's pretty popular, you should watch it, and I was like, okay, why? not and so i started watching the thing i actually started watching it kind of a while ago right now i think i'm on season four like i literally just started season four season four episode one and here's what i have to say about this first impressions Meliodas. i kind of hated him um yeah i just kind of hated him I mean, he did the whole like pervert thing and I was like, it's fine. It's just an anime thing, but it kind of got worse. (sighs) I'll get to that later. Then we had Bon and I love Bon. He is so funny. He's so great. Um, I love how none of his clothes fit. I think that's pretty funny. Uh, It reminds me of this one guy from our school and he's also really tall and skinny. So there's no like shirts that like fit him right. And it reminds me of that, but, you know, he's just hilarious. Um, the the one thing, him and, what's her name, uh, the, 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 the fountain of youth person, I'm sure you know who I'm talking about. She's got blonde hair, and she's tiny. Anyways, it's really hard for me to see them together, because Bond looks like he's a middle aged man, and she looks like she's 12 years old, and that makes me... Uncomfortable. I mean, I'm all for the love and what, but like oof. It would be fine if she was like short. I don't really care about that, but she looks like she's like 10, 12, and he looks like he's like in his late 20s, early 30s. And that really bothers me. And it's so weird to take them seriously when she literally like can't get to his face level without him like bridle carrying her, which I think is odd. Um so it's hard for me to find their love sweet and also, like, the whole flashback they did where they were, like, developing their love, I just kind of didn't see it develop. I feel like they were just kind of in love and they were, like, really in love and I <clears throat> don't get why. Maybe I'm just not remembering it well, but, like, usually when I see a love story and the one of the lovers dies at the end, I I feel like I should be crying, but I wasn't crying. I was, like... That was weird. Glad it's over with. And then it just kept going because he just kept talking about her. And then she came back to life. And I was like, it really did keep going, didn't it? So, yeah, that happened. And then we have all the other sins. They're like fine, I guess. S. Connor is cute. I wish he wasn't so overpowered. I mean, I'm fine with an overpowered character. I watch plenty of shows with overpowered characters or overpowered main characters. My only issue with his whole power set is, like, they're trying to convince me that Meliodas is more powerful than him. Like, they're really trying, but, like, I I still can't see it. Like, I feel like if they the way they're framing the show is that they want Meliodas to be the most powerful or at least come to be the most powerful or be thought to have once been the most powerful, but I can't see it. And it almost feels like they're pushing him to the forefront because I know he's more powerful than Meliodas. So there's that. But I like him as a character. I really don't like whatever he's got going on with Merlin. I just really think that all the loves in the show is really underdeveloped and just terrible. And I'll talk about the Elizabeth and Meliodas thing later. Next, Merlin. I like Merlin. No problems with her. She's cool. She's good. She never does anything that I find annoying. Um, but I also feel like they want Merlin to seem really powerful, but then you see her power stats and she's kind of lower than like a lot of the people on the team. There's that. Um, but she is quite smart. I like her again. Nothing against her. There's that. And then there's King. King's cute. Him and Diane have a cute love. You see, I have nothing against the shorts and the tall they look like they should be together their ages they fit they look like they should be together i think they're cute when i saw their backstory i was crying so they did that one right i like that but then they kind of like i don't know i just personally don't like what they did making diane forget everything that was just why like they did the whole original love story good and all and then they made her forget again and i was like why? Why? And it wasn't very emotionally impactful for anyone but King. So yeah, like my sister walked in and she was like, is this supposed to be sad? And I was like, I mean, yeah, it is supposed to be sad, but it's not really that sad. Like they were playing the the music in the background like they were trying to make me cry, but I wasn't crying. So there's that. And then Diane, Diane's kind of annoying. Yeah, it's fine. Let's move on. Now, I'm saving the whole Meliodas and Elizabeth thing for last because I have a lot to say about that, but here's another bone that I have to pick with this show. The conveyance of time. At the beginning of the show, they make it seem like there's absolutely no way on this earth that Meliodas can be alive or any of the other sins because it's been so long so long and they make it seem like it's been hundreds of years thousands of years like a very very long time and they continue to make it seem like it's been a very very long time but then they show me some flashbacks of Elizabeth as a child and Meliodas like giggling and playing or whatever but that doesn't make sense because the way that they conveyed time was that when the deadly sins were convicted or whatever or became criminals. It had been quite a long time. So long that even though they've disappeared, they must have been dead. But no, no. Elizabeth, from my point of view, at this point, it looks like it must have only been like 12 years because she looks like five and I'm guessing she's like 17 now. These are just guesses. So now it doesn't make sense the conveyance of time like they just kind of do whatever they want and it doesn't make sense and then they continue to talk about their thousands of years ago when they were together and all that jazz and then i'm like but two seconds ago you literally told me that you were like chilling with these children that are only like in their maybe early 20s late teens before you got you know, exiled. And that doesn't make sense because they're in the early 20s, late teens, and then like the bat- flashbacks, they were like seven. So it doesn't make sense. And I still don't get the timeline. I'm quite confused still. And that's bothering me because they like to switch it up all the time because they'll talk about how it's been thousands of years. And then they'll show a flashback of, you know, the children thing where it's like, wow, that that doesn't work unless they're all hundreds of years old. and then, And then with that course of knowledge, then it should make perfect sense that they're all alive and nobody should have been surprised in the beginning of the show but that's fine also how is the king still alive if it's been hundreds of years so they really need to make up their mind with the passage of time and it's really bothering me because i don't even what is the timeline somebody help me on instagram anybody please make me a timeline with accurate years because i'm really confused (sighs) okay so, that's the timeline thing. My other bone to pick, the fights. The, oh, the fights. They're long and they're boring. This is another bone I have to pick with my hero because they have long and boring fights. There's just a lot going on. The one show that did it well, Hunter Hunter, Hunter x Hunter, I don't know. People like to argue me on which one it is. So, just, you know, whatever floats your boat. They do a really good job of making these long battle scenes scenes like climatic and makes sense like in the one okay I didn't quite enjoy the chimera ant art because it was a lot it was very long but that ending battle it was emotionally impactful and it was well done and I never really got bored of it I always wanted to see what would happen next and what the outcome would end up being and they did a really good job with that seven deadly sins on the other hand does not I don't really care what happens at the end of the battles I honestly find myself skipping through it and then being like oh they died oh well um, yeah, like when Jericho's brother died, I was like, oh, he died. Oh, yeah. Um. And then, like, the only reason that I was kind of sad was because he was kind of cute. There's that. But I don't know how he died, care how he died. I just don't because the battle scenes are long and convoluted. They also have a really big issue with grasping the power levels of their characters. Bon, for example, when he took on those first two Ten Commandants, he, like, kicked ass. Like, he was so good at it. Like, he almost beat them this close. But then he takes on the other ones, and he's, like, getting beat around like a sock puppet. Like, nobody cares. And I get some of them are stronger than the others, but I feel like from what they have already established, that he should be able to hold his own just a tad bit more. But that's only a hunch. Also, with that established, that also means that the the gray demon from before was stronger than those two first demons that he fought because he got his ass whooped by that, like the gray Hendrickson demon. Um, but then he didn't really by the other ones. Like the only reason that happened was because he he used too much power. So yeah, I know this is kind of jumping from topic to topic, but you know. So, yeah, the battles are annoying and long, and I don't like them. Like, I really don't care what's happening. And, like, they're fighting, like, these huge battles every time they come across anyone, and it should really just be, like, small skirmishes, you know? Just what I think. Like, the one they're fighting now that they were fighting, like, at the end of the show with the guy that possessed the other guy, the demon that did... And then he was, like, all swayed by Grimor, which I felt was weird. Like, it wasn't emotionally impactful at all. It was just kind of weird. Uh, also, Griamore turning into a child was also kind of weird. And then Arthur. Arthur! Oh, my God, Arthur. I thought, when I first saw him, I thought, that guy's cool. I love him. And I thought he would be cool because, I mean, they're taking the idea from King Arthur, who is known to be quite powerful. So, I was like, he must be powerful. And when he was fighting Hendrickson, who even Meliodas, like, he was struggling to fight him a little bit. I don't really know because they're not clear on his power levels either. Arthur was was doing great until Meliodas came in. And then, and then he started doing bad because Meliodas was there and Meliodas needed the spotlight, which I really hate because Meliodas is such a hateable character. And this show does a really bad job at balancing their characters it's an ensemble show. It's literally called The Seven Deadly Sins. It's not called Meliodas and Friends. Just saying. Every time Meliodas comes in, everyone gets a considerable power downgrade. Like, they'll be doing A-OK or they'll be doing something super cool. Like, Arthur was doing something super cool. Meliodas came in and suddenly he's getting his ass kicked and it was like, why? He literally had the upper hand before and then Meliodas came in and like, he was like, not doing it anymore just so Meliodas could do it himself. Which made me mad. And then after that, he was literally, like, weak. Like, he couldn't do anything. And I was like, this doesn't make any sense. From before, like, it seemed like he was doing perfectly fine. And then that one point when the golem thing showed up, he looked like he was about to kick some ass. But, of course, Meliodas had to swoop in and then suddenly Arthur was useless. Like, he was like, uh-oh, I can't do it. And that really bothered me because I hate Meliodas and I really don't want him stealing the spotlight of somebody that I think can be a cool character. Just saying. I'm really holding out hope that Arthur will get some sort of power upgrade, but whatever that cat is, just it just needs to go away. It looks dumb, um, and it and I guess they're trying to do some sort of foreshadowing thing, but it's really hard for me to take it seriously because it's a it's a cat, a stupid looking cat. Yeah, so yeah, that's the character balance thing. They're really bad at it. Um, and then last but certainly not least. Meliodas and Elizabeth. Okay, to start, the age difference. Now look, love is love, but this age difference is illegal. It's a little much. So let's think about it, ladies and gentlemen. We'll start with this. If we're considering the shortest timeline possible, Meliodas is a full grown adult when Elizabeth is a child. And then there's 10 years more of that, so Elizabeth is, like, 17, let's say. But Meliodas, if giving him the benefit of the doubt, is 27 or in his 20s when Elizabeth is a child. And saying it's, like, 10-ish years, he would be in his 30s when Elizabeth is in her teens. And he's got a whole love affair going on with her. Ew. Number one. Now, if I'm giving him a sort of ish pass... We'll say that he's in his 20s when we see Elizabeth and him in the flashback, and it has been thousands of years since they're their upbringing, uh, since they meet again. And we'll say that Elizabeth is still 17 because I'm definitely under that impression. So because she's, we've definitely established that she's quite young. Hey, best case scenario, she's in her 20s. So let's say she's in her 20s now, okay? it's been thousands of years that makes Meliodas thousands of years older than elizabeth nasty now let's do one last calculation this one saying because it makes a lot more sense for elizabeth's age that it was only a 10 year period gap between uh when she was a child and when they first met in her like adulthood adulthood her teenhood. maybe it's her early young adulthood So it's been 10 years, so we can add that 10 years, but then you also have to consider that Meliodas is a demon and he has been serving under the demon king for thousands of years, which has been said thousands of years he has been serving for him. So he's already thousands of years old when he meets Elizabeth first, right? So 10 years later, so he's like a thousand and ten years older. But then if you go back to the other part portion, Where it's a thousand years gap between there or like a hundred years gaps. He is thousands of years older than Elizabeth. Nasty. Nasty. That's all I have to say. Not to mention the fact that he touches her and like assaults her all the time. And while Elizabeth thinks it's okay, I really, really hate this part of the anime. Because they make it seem like it's perfectly fine to be assaulted if you kind of like a person. It's not not okay the first time they meet he assaults her and she kind of doesn't nothing about it and she's not a strong female character don't ever say she is because she's not she lets molly Otis feel her up whenever he wants and doesn't he has never had an objection with it he saved her once put her in a thing i would be genuinely creeped out let's like be honest with yourself you would be genuinely creeped out and then after he helps you he feels up your breasts and your thighs and stuff. It's gross. Nasty. Not to mention the fact that he's thousands of years older than her. Their love makes no sense and I think it's even grosser the fact that Melly Otis only likes her because she is the reincarnation of his old love. Elizabeth and him have never done anything that really pulls them together. Nothing. Like they barely have like cute conversations. Meliodas puts her in skimpy outfits, feels her up, and somehow they're together or want to be together and have this immense care for each other. It makes no sense. And really, Meliodas doesn't love Elizabeth. He loves his previous girlfriend, who I also think is named Liz or something like that. He really is in love with his previous girlfriend and only really wants to date Elizabeth or do whatever he's going to do with Elizabeth because of that. And then there's the fact that everyone condones it. It's even grosser. It's so gross. And at first I was like, Oh, cute love. And then I thought about it and it's absolutely disgusting. And it's disgusting that the show frames it like it's okay. They frame it like it's this a really cute love story, but it's not, it's nasty, absolutely disgusting. And if you really think about it, it is. Like, anybody who thinks that they're a cute couple or watched the show and was like, oh, yeah, that was a good romance. No, watch it again and think about what I've just said because you will never think about it the same. I can barely watch the scenes with Elizabeth and Meliodas in it without thinking about this. And then there's also the fact that he looks really young, like he looks like a child. That makes it worse because then it makes Elizabeth look worse. And, yeah, I really... I love the art style. I hate the way that they design the characters. Character design is super important and portraying characters, and they do it well with a lot of the characters. For example, Bond. They do a really good job with his character design. It makes sense with his character. And... Merlin, they do a really good job with, and King and Diane, they do a good job with, and Esconnor, for that matter, they do a really good job with all of their character design. It goes with their personality, it makes sense, and it creates an impact in how the stories shown and displayed. However, people like Meliodas and Elaine—that's her name, y'all—I figured it out. People like Meliodas and Elaine, and Elizabeth, and Gil Thunder get the short ends of the stick. Elaine and Meliodas look like they're quite adolescent, very adolescent, and it doesn't help. Even if you think about it in the case of Bon and Elaine, the looks of them as a couple, it doesn't work because Bon looks, he's obviously thousands of years old because because they've explained that and because he's immortal and blah blah blah. He's thousands of years old, but technically, I'm pretty sure Elaine is older than him. Yeah. This is what I'm talking about with the Passage of Time stuff. Yeah, it's bad. But they look terribly wrong as a couple, if you really think about it, because Elaine looks quite childlike. Even King looks quite childlike. The only reason it works with Diane is because Diane also looks quite childlike. And so it works however bond does not look childlike he looks like a middle-aged man going through a midlife crisis in a good way i love Bond, but it doesn't work with elaine because elaine looks like she's 10. so it looks wrong and then there's meliotis they make him short and small like a child to deceive you it makes sense at first because it's like he's blending in and it makes so it makes sense But then as the show goes on, it makes less and less and less and less sense. And it gets worse and worse and worse because he looks like a child. And that's probably why Elizabeth thinks this is okay. She's never stopped to think, how old is Meliodas? And I mean, if you're in love with somebody, don't stop to think how old they are. But in this case, he's thousands of years older than her, so I think it's quite wrong. It's quite violating. She's a teenager. it's deceiving to her because he looks like a child and that makes it worse because they're almost trying to make him look less like he's thousands of years old or like he's even like a full-grown adult because he is because they're trying to make you think it's okay but if you really think about it it's not okay and they're done dirty in the character design aspect because it almost makes it look like elizabeth's in the wrong like if if somebody looked at a picture meliotis looks like he's 12. And Elizabeth looks like she's 17, and that's kind of weird because a 12-year-old can't really, yeah, consent or, like, love the same way that a 17-year-old does. It doesn't make sense. So if I showed my friend a picture of Meliodas and Elizabeth as a couple, they probably would say, that's kind of weird. And if I showed them a picture of Elaine and Bon as a couple, they'd probably be like, that's kind of weird. So the character design does them dirty here. Not to mention the fact that uh the character the, ca- the character design uh fits their personalities, but the size and the way that they look it's just wrong. And it's like they could do it well for other characters. Like if S. Connor and Merlin were to become a couple, it would make sense. It would look good. And I wouldn't be concerned about like pedophilia. So yeah. And it just doesn't work it really doesn't so yeah they need to fix all these things because if any of you people are here are like seven deadly sins like that's my anime that's my top anime go back and think about it go back watch it again take some notes take some notes that's a good idea because then you can figure out a timeline for me take some notes write down everything people say about Passage of Time. Really, truly look at how old Meliodas is and look at the look at the whole relationship between Bond and Elaine. I do have to say that their relationship is healthier and better than Elizabeth's and Meliodas's. Really, the main problem with their relationship is character design and the poor Passage of Time conveyment because it makes them look like they that, that like that's not it's not a thing we should be doing cuz I know if I told you there's a 12-year-old dating a 32-year-old man or a 12-year-old dating a 24-year-old man you would you would you would not you would not think that's okay so I really want you to to if if you really enjoy this anime I want you to go back and really think about it because it's just not okay anyways that's the end of my rant i definitely got pretty heated because this i'm quite passionate about this topic because it was done so poorly and people like to talk about this anime a lot but it really is kind of bad i'm not gonna say it promotes anything because i know that's kind of like going on the video games encourage violence thing no it's just that people blindly watch it and don't think about these things when you think about it it's really disgusting The fact that Elizabeth is complacent in the assault that is being committed against her is wrong. Even people who are truly in love, like wife and husband, if your husband just suddenly like feels you up in public or feels you up around other people or feels you up when it's not necessary, it's gross. Even if you love that person and the fact that she's perfectly fine with it, I think is so wrong. And she's perfectly fine with it from the moment they meet and that's even wronger more wrong that's even more wrong and it definitely promotes that and it also kind of promotes the idea that if if you really think about it that it's totally okay to date somebody who's thousands of years older than you or if you're like 12 it's totally okay to date a 32 year old now i'm not saying like a 10 year age gap i don't really care okay 20 years is fine as long as you're like 20 and 40 because then you both can make decisions. But if you're 12, you can't really make decisions. I, I know when I was a 12 year old, I really could not make decisions and I could barely think for like myself. I was like, I was in like the sixth grade. Yeah, when I was 12, I was crying because I didn't finish my IXL and they put that in the grade book. So yeah, 12 year olds really, they really cannot cognitively decide that it's okay to date a 32 year old. Let's be honest with ourselves. So go back, watch it, and think. So that's all for my rant because it's definitely getting long. This is quite a long bonus episode. Um, If you want me to, once I finish, do a full length episode about this that's less like scatterbrain and more of it is like in one and then give you like my total like rating and conclusion and the things that I think are good about it. So you can, because I basically just ripped on it this whole time. Like if you wanna hear some good things about it, then just tell me on my Instagram because I'll make a post for this to just say that you want a full-length episode of this. And once I finish, I will get together a full-length episode. I'll go more in depth on the characters, their personalities, things like that. I mean, if you haven't seen a full-length episode, go listen to one because that's sort of the structure. Wow, we struggling. That it will give you. So, yeah. That's all for today's bonus episode. Please look forward to the full length episode, which is going to come out before this, anyways. So uh, go listen to that full length episode. Enjoy that full length episode. Yep. And that's all I have for today's bonus episode. Thank you so much for listening. Go ahead and listen to any of my other episodes if you are just hunkering for my voice because it's quite lovely, if I do say so myself. Um, And that's it. Thank you so much and goodbye.